Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine, grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibrations stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl, Sapphire. Back at it with another episode. This is just a recording for all the podcasters that, or for all the earbuds out there that are not on Moan. Yes, you're getting another exclusive. Man, I gotta say, you know, my guest that I'm bringing back. Yes, I'm bringing back a fan favorite. And he's one of my personal Moanster favorites, I gotta say. I mean, there's a lot of Moanster favorites. But this one, it, it just hits so right. And the the people that he has brought together, especially in the kink world, electronically, I mean, if y'all don't know this man, you're gonna know again who the fuck the Mac Daddy. Free the kink is, yes. I'm telling you, that's your new name, Mac Daddy. I, I just have to call you Mac Daddy. I love it. Yeah. But free the fucking kink. I'm so glad. Um, again, Moan has brought some of the most amazing human beings together in such a live kink space. But more importantly, Mac, I love what you are bringing to people as far as uh, the kink world. And we also have a special lady guest. Yes. I, I mean, I don't even know. How should we how should we say her name on air for folks today? That's the kinky smurf. The kinky smurf. And let, let me tell y'all, got a leather jacket on looking sexy and scrumptious as ever. You know, I got to hype my little ladies up. <laughs> It is always so good to be here with you, Miss Sapphire. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Well, okay. So why did I bring back Free the King? And why specifically did I reach out to Mac? Um, there was a post that I was looking at a couple days ago. Now, y'all, this is being uh, recorded on the 12th. So I want to say, like, Wednesday or Thursday. Like, I hit you up earlier in October to set this mm-hmm. date with you. But... You know, Which, by the way, thank you so, so much. Of course. I told you I was going to bring you back, you know, and I had to take a little break. You know, life has been happening. As many as you know, we're engaged. Uh, not Mac and I. Benjamin and I are engaged. <laughs> and so we've been... Yeah. yeah so we're, we've been just life... Life and has been life and hard. So it's good to get back. And, you know, the SAG after strikes are over. Thank God for that. Finally... Woo! I mean, that's been a nightmare for you. Oh, it? my God. It's been a shit show. More so for Benjamin than for myself. But, you know, trying to be supportive of a partner, you know, who just loves to work and loves what he does and being yeah. deprived of that because, you know, people in the industry don't understand what it takes for the basic needs to be met here in California, especially in, you know, any major city where the movie industry is big, you know, livelihood people got to work but also people need to be fed have shelter and so many people i know have been affected to the point where now they're moving back home that's crazy isn't yes it? it's crazy so i know that's not what we're talking about today but it is nuts i was looking the other day it's like how stagnant salaries have stayed over the last few years but the cost of living is through the damn roof it's ridiculous i mean at this point they might as well charge us to breathe air and if you contaminate yeah and if you contaminate that air well fuck it we're gonna charge you 50 dollars for farting in the air you know yeah <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> but yes yeah, so like i said you know sack strikes are over Let's get back to it. Why did I bring Mac uh, from Free the Kink back? And I'm so glad that the kinky Smurf is in here because the more the merrier, I like to say. Um, I wanted to talk about something that I found on your posts on Facebook. Someone was asking about safety and protocol as far as like extreme BDSM play. But what I've also noticed on the Moan app too is that people have been reaching out, sliding in my DMs, even talking on the Moan spaces. And some people do not understand that there is a thing called protocol. There's safety measures to be met, negotiations to be met, you know, all these basic things that, you know, you and I and and Kiki Smurf know. But it was a little alarming to me that a lot of people didn't know even the bare basics of, you know, bringing scissors, looking out for Mm -hmm. the signs that somebody is in discomfort, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So what better way than to bring you back looking on there, doing my research and finding that post. And I said, you know what? Boom, Mac, let's talk about it today. 
Absolutely. There's a lot. There's a lot. And there's lots to unfold there because you're looking at three very distinctive situ issues here. You know, you're talking about first and foremost the pregame. Mm -hmm. What is it you really want to try to experience? Do you understand it? Then you have the vetting of the process of vetting a partner to, to do these things with, and then to make sure that everyone is safe during the situation. Well, when I and when I say safe, look, uh, you know, there's a we can get deeper into this, but. A lot of what we do, it can never be safe. That's why we don't practice like safe, saying consensual. Mm -hmm. We practice uh, either uh, rack or prick because we know that there's really, there's no real safe way to choke people. There's no safe way to, to do, let's say, like blade play. But you can mitigate the risks by doing a little homework and knowing what you're doing. Yes. I'm glad you brought that up, too, because, you know, in my notes, of course, you have to talk about rack, prick, the four C's or SSC. Yep. Some people practice all of these. And like, you know, mm. you just said, you practice prick and rack. So let's get into the, you know, the rack versus prick and what people may or may not know or need that, you know, quick refresher. Like, what would rack consist of? So rack is risk aware consensual kink. And the reason uh, you know that came out was because safe, sane, and consensual, which was the foundation uh, you know, for uh, a lot of BDSM play, people started to realize there was no real safe way. And it's not just the top's responsibility. Uh, the bottom is responsible too, which is then where it evolved into prick, right? Mm. The personal responsibility informed consensual kink because everyone, you know, even my beautiful slaver who is, I love her so much. We've been playing together 20 years. Wow. And I know that she trusts me 100%, just like I trust her. But if we're trying to try something new, like I'm getting into needle play. Mm. So I am not going to just be the one to learn it. I'm going to make sure that she learns it because it's her body. So she has to take personal responsibility to understand. And especially when you're, uh, you take you take us, for example, who have been together 20 years. Well, if you're just meeting someone for the first time and you guys are looking to maybe play in the dungeon next Saturday and you're going through the vetting process, you really don't know each other. So each person needs to be responsible for their own body, their own safety. So if that top is doing something wrong or if that bottom is, uh, you know, the thing with like, especially like pain slept, Mrs. Sapphire, you know, sometimes they will, they, they're going beyond what the body should actually go through. And they're just, they're just taking it because they want more, but it's not, you're, you're beyond the point of where you're being responsible. Mm. I'm glad you brought that up. And, you know, Kinky Smart, I want to ask you this too. It, thank you for, for, identifying the whole you know how much risk people take because i think sometimes when people talk about bdsm and i'm talking about mostly vanilla folks or even folks who are just now getting into it and the first thing they want to do is feel pain and maybe i see bdsm differently from the both of you so that's why i want to ask you both you know when it comes to pain and bringing in bdsm does that mean all the time you got to draw blood? You got to bruise somebody up? You got to fuck their shit up to the point where nope. they're scared out of their fucking wits for sex? No, absolutely well. not. I mean, I'm a I'm a hardcore sadist, but I also am in, uh, I love intimacy. Mm -hmm. Not every time that we are going to have a scene, not every one of our scenes include impact play or include choking a motherfucker out or <laughs> any of that shit. Sometimes, sometimes, man, it's just you know. To be honest with you, sometimes it can be, from the outside world, it can really look quite vanilla. Really? You know? Of course. I mean, there's a million ways to do it, and I want to experience every one of them. I love it. You know? I love there's it. a million ways to do it. Like, you know, it's, and we're talking about protocols here, safety protocols. Every dynamic, you know, this is what you hear all day now. Every dynamic is different. Because, yes, because every individual human is different. Of course it is. But there are some things that need to be standard. And what that standard looks like is, are we being reasonably conscious, conscious of what we're doing, what our surroundings are? Are we putting this person in any kind of danger to get actually long-term hurt? I'm not talking about, uh, you know, you're hurt today. Or, you, know, uh, you know, we're not trying to dislocate hips over here <laughs> if we don't have to. <laughs> he said if you had to. And Smurf, you were, you were about to comment on something, too. What were you trying to say on that one? Uh, I was just going to say that, you know, everybody's needs are definitely different. And, you know, and it's uh, such a wide range of what people do need 
um, and the feeling that they'd like to experience. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of people that, yes, they want to experience pain and things like that. But I think most of us would say, don't you need more? I think most people do need more. They do need that love and that intimacy and, uh, you know, other forms of closeness and other ways of doing things. I like that. And I mean, for 20 years, for both of y'all, I mean, there's probably been a lot of different motions set, you know, um, maybe the emotions of building. This is a relationship, you know, regardless of what how people see it. It's not just a sex thing per se. You know, you're building communication. You're finding out different parts of not just the dom sub dynamic, but probably of yourselves over this journey. So Walk us through how have you been able to both manage a 20-year BDSM-centered relationship and and work together? Because, I mean, I know that Smurf um, works with you, Kinky Smurf works with you with Free the Kink and and does a lot of behind-the-scenes scenes as well. So I know sometimes that's got to maybe interfere in some way, no, with the BDSM relationship versus the working relationship. Like, do you ever get so annoyed with each other that sometimes it's going to be brought out in the scene the next time? <laughs> well, you cannot be spending as much time together, right? I'll let give you some advance for some, but also you cannot spend that much time together and not have that. But, you know, we've over 20 years have just been blessed. To, we work really well together. And for us, our BDSM, we started out actually, it was like uh, head of household. Right, that's how we started our, our relationship out and then it evolved into bdsm and ds and now we're master slave and we know our i guess we just know our roles so well and and when i say roles i mean how we live our life whether we're in a bedroom outside and it doesn't change for us mm-hmm. nothing ever changed that caller is the, has the same meeting in the middle of a boardroom as it does in the middle of a dungeon wow and it just and so that's and, and I know my responsibilities, but I will tell you this, and I'm gonna let then I'll let turn over King Smurf. We were talking about new people coming in. When I first came in, I'm lucky because I had the King Smurf to cut my teeth on. But you know, this is why probably why the King is so important to us because you don't have to make the stupid mistakes that I did. You know, I look back and say, God damn, I really could have put her under some bad fucking spots not knowing I knowing what I was doing. Oh, you know you had you know to spill the I mean? beans on those. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have, and you know, most, most, most doms and I air quoted there, you know, they don't want to talk about that, but that's what we need to be talking about is mm-hmm. this is where I messed up. So someone else can maybe hopefully avoid that. Right. Oh, absolutely. And I think for 20 years, I mean, it's, it's all about growth. You know, we've grown so much in 20 years and we've been lucky enough that we've grown into each other. Ooh, I like that. You I know, like that I too. Mean, there, there are just a lot of people. It is true that you know you grow apart and you grow away from each other, but you never hear about those who. I mean, who do they just grow into each other? Mm. Wow. Okay. Step, I'll be right back. I got to take her upstairs real quick. Well, no, no, please listen. That that is definitely a take me moment, and you better take her. And you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna just picture that in my mind because yeah, wow, growing into each other. I like that because again, you don't like you said you don't really hear the dynamics and how they shift and how they grow into each other. Most of the time you just hear about all the, the beatings and the, the whippings, the lashings, everything that might be partaking during a scene, but you never hear about the aftercare. You never hear about, you know, taking it from a scene to now real life half the time. So I love that. I love that. Now, where do you think, a lot of these faux doms, because I always, you know, have my avoidance list and I'm so glad, you know, shout out to, I believe it was the bad girl Bible. I love this Mm -hmm. site. Bad girl Bible. Everybody needs to um, put that on their like sexual book, you know, their bookmarks, you know, of course, if you have to use the company computer, use it incognito or as I'd like to say, (laughs) incognito. But um, I think everybody, you know, here's some things. I mean, again, I'm not trying to shame people, but you might want to be aware of people who jump into scenes without negotiation, right? Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. You're hitting, you're, okay, you're hitting it now. This is the one that jump on our walls, okay? You know, we have, at Free the Kink, we have around... 
uh, 15 different communities now, different styles, themes, whatever you want to call it, about 150,000 members. And the biggest thing we see coming on now uh, for the last several years is everyone jumping on, they want everyone to call them master right away or daddy right away or this mm. right away. I like you know. to call it the frenzy firestorm. Oh my Lord, and we've all been there. <laughs> we've, look, we've all been there when we're new, but you know, that's why you're so right in the sapphire. If you're not taking the time to to vet and to talk, and I wish everyone would get a mentor. My life got mm. so much better when I got a mentor. You know my mentor, Mr. Castor Damon from the House of Damon of Atlanta. Yes. That's my best my best friend in the world. Uh, he's also my mentor, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> um, I got in a forced position. Um, but I've done more growing in the last five years than I did the previous 15. I love that. And honestly, I really do wish that there was more mentorships at munches. Like I know some people go to certain sex parties and it can get a little clicky, but I also yeah. feel like, you know, especially your organization, Free the Kink, you guys are always so welcoming of folks and very supportive. And I feel like no question you know, whether it's the Facebook group or when you're hosting on the Monap and now you have your groups on Monap, no question goes unanswered. You know, no stone goes unturned. That's why I love, you know, coming to you and, and talking to you about these things because I feel like a lot of people think that BDSM is just centered around sex. And no, I think it's also borderline, you know, a, founda a foundation for people to start communicating better you know, to their partners and in real life. Yeah. For some of us, look, there's lessons in it that can be learned, that can be learned and that you can take into every area of your life, both personal and professional even. Um, and for some people, the, the whole BSM aspect of the journey is sexual and that's great. For us, the journey has been more about learning how to be better us, mm. you know, how do I be a better me tomorrow for the people that I am? For me being a dominant, I'm dominant every area of my life, right? And so it's more than just the Kinky Smurf who relies on me in life to, to, to help them walk through. And I, I have to think every day, how can I be better for them? Because that's a, an amazing responsibility. And the Kinky Smurf, and I, I'll let you run with that, but she takes care of a lot of people, Miss Sapphire. <laughs> Applause to that. And, you know, I wanted to ask Kinky Smurf this, you know, for me personally, when I'm practicing BDSM with Benjamin, suit and tie, um, for me, it's my time to be submissive because like Mac, I feel like I'm very dominant in my everyday life. Like this is a time where I feel safe enough to give up my power to someone that I've built a very trusting bond i mean hell i'm about to marry this motherfucker eventually <laughs> you know want some babies and stuff like that but also you know i feel that it has helped me tap into a side of myself where it is okay to give up my control for the longest time i would say i was a control freak kinky smurf do you feel that way too especially being a woman it's it's like a lot of the times people kind of I think mistake BDSM as uh, the submissive is always going to be submissive in life. You know, especially if they see a woman, it's a fragile thing. They got daddy issues and, you know, this, that, and the third. Look, you should just never be ashamed when you find somebody who just sets you free. Mm. I mean, when you're, when you're with, you know, Ben, I mean, that's what you're describing. I mean, he just sets you free, allows you to be someone that no one else will let you be. Yes. Yes. You know, and I, that's an amazing thing. And I absolutely do think that um, as a woman, you're looked down like, you know, all of a sudden you're setting the movement back, you know, 50 years. But the truth of the matter is, is you're celebrating it in your own way. Mm. You know, that's it. I mean, for you, it's setting you free. You're celebrating it in your own way. You're liberating yourself from having to always be boss and having to always be in charge of just everything. Yes, absolutely. No? You know, it's like my time to not plan shit for anybody. Someone is taking care of that for me. I say I want a dungeon night and that shit is planned to the T. You know, from the, the negotiations to the aftercare to, you know, if it's going to lead up to sex, if I'm not too, you know, tired out from getting my ass beat, you know, in any way possible, you know, fatigue is a, is a thing. It's a thing. 
How do you guys feel when people ignore the safety word? Because again, we want to be aware of people who avoid safety words like Mac being a dom. How do you tell subs or, you know, if you have like a new sub? I know that for Benjamin, he doesn't like to play anyone who doesn't have a safe word. Everybody has a safe word. So I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, I actually don't publicly play very almost never mm-hmm. um, with, with people I don't know. Um, Hillary and I have had the pleasure of having some great, some great experiences over the years with other people, but I don't like to play with outside people, especially today. I had to, I had to really know you, but if someone doesn't have a safe word, it's from a, from a pure top standpoint. If I was to walk into a dungeon and someone said, Hey Mac, I want you to, to, to flog me today. You know, I'm going to what you're safe word. You know, I don't want to play with you. You're not safety conscious for your own self. Yes. I can't be responsible to carry your whole baggage. I can't be responsible to carry your responsibilities 100%. You have to have some kind of responsibility. And it just shows me that you're just, like Hillary said, you're just in frenzy mode and you just yeah. want to play and get beat on. But you're not thinking about the repercussions, especially if you don't really know somebody. It's just, it baffles me. It baffles me too, Miss Sapphire, that people don't take the time to actually vet folks. I mean, if you're going to play with somebody, why are you not betting them? Check references. I mean, you just, you, 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 you either barely know or don't know these people at that's at this kind of intimate level. And yet you're going to turn them loose on you and have control over your body, maybe in a way in which you cannot do anything about because maybe you're tied up. Right. You know, I don't know. I'm, I don't, I don't ever switch. I don't ever bottom, but I know if I did, <laughs> I'd be damned if someone I didn't know was going, hell no, you ain't tying me. I don't even know you. <laughs> right. No, I, I feel this. Let me see your Amex. We're going to put a little deposit on there. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know, that, it needs to happen. One, you should really protect your body. Yes. Yes. And we're going to get into it. The sad thing is, the sad thing is with Sapphire, most of them are not. Most of, most of the, uh, you know, the things that happen in, in, in the bad part uh, of injuries or, you know, psychological uh, hits, they're not done on purpose. It's just they're, they're done because there wasn't enough discussion before. Mm-hmm. You know, people can say, oh, I want to be hit with a flogger. Okay, well, that's great. But there's a million things. How hard? What parts of your body? You know, I mean, how much? What's your pain tolerance? How far do you want to go? Do we stop? Are we doing check-ins along the way? Are we? Are we? Are we making sure that uh, everyone's still in the game mentally and not yeah. starting to, you know, get into a spot to where they don't, you know, because sometimes you can get into a spot to where you, the bottom may be so in into the situation they don't even realize something's happening, and that top doesn't have a, a, a track record of noticing these mm-hmm. things and being have the also have the strength. I think a lot of tops don't have the strength to stop play. I was just about to say, you get so into, you know, the power part. There's that that mm-hmm. power part because now it's like you belong to me at this scene. Not and, and people do get a sense of ownership and entitlement, whatever it may be. And the sub might be in a subspace where they're unable to verbalize, you know, that they're uncomfortable. Exactly. So for me, it's like if you say that you're dumb. Okay. First of all, I'm not going to trust anybody at a sex party, uh, a munch or anything that goes around bragging that they're dom. Yeah. I- I'm yeah. just not. Like, I'm not impressed when you're like, I'm a dom and I want to take care of you tonight. Well, let. hi, what's your name, first of all? Second, what qualifies you to be a dom? Let me see your safety pack, for Christ's sake. And then, <laughs> you know, maybe we can go into some type of negotiation but I'm not a piece of meat that you just, you know, grabbed off the shelf like Trader Joe's and just said, I'm going to take you home with me and I'm going to beat you silly. No, that's that's not what it is. Yeah, it kind of makes you wonder. It's like, why? Why? And what is it? Can you tell me three things why you want to play with me? Mm-hmm. Other than maybe I look other than maybe I look good. You know? <laughs> and I'm talking about you, Miss Happer. I know why I was walking. They walk in the room and see you and they're like, hello. So I get it. Have but the, what, yeah. do, you, do you know anything about what Miss Sapphire likes, what does does it for her, what her boundaries are, what her limitations, both soft and hard are? What what kind of experience is she looking for this evening? Because yep. you know what? Every night is different, right, baby? I, absolutely. I wish people would consider more of the psychological and the mental repercussions that could come from, you know, playing with someone you don't know and not being safe. Mm. Um, because the physical stuff, yeah, that'll heal up. It's going, that's going to get better, you know. But you know, what kind of damage are you going to have done to you, you know, mentally? You know, how are you going to feel? 
we talk a lot about mental shit in the BDSM community, you know, but sometimes when it gets right down to it, we don't, we, I don't think we act on it as much as we should. And we don't spend enough time actually really considering and learning exactly. Let's you know, talk we talk about- a lot of that stuff. We're good at talking shit around here in this yeah. community sometimes. Let, let's talk about that because I feel like lately, I mean, I'm, I've been such a big advocate on mental health and the wellness of it and mental health is wealth, y'all, please. Like mm-hmm. if you're not talking to somebody and you're listening to this and you're like, you know what? I did have a bad experience at a dungeon. Maybe I do need to talk to somebody. I mean, Mac is available. You know, Kinky Smurf is available. Free the Kink is available. But also I want y'all to start really utilizing your healthcare benefits if you got benefits and it includes therapy use the shit out of the time that you are getting paid for okay 100%. please talk to someone yeah. <clears throat> mental mental health is so important in every aspect of your life and especially you know when you're when you're doing some of the things that we do mm-hmm. as intense as they can get yeah. you know a lot of this the physical is so such a small portion so, of what's yeah, going on. Such a small portion of what's happening during these scenes, right, baby? Yeah. I mean, it, it's all in the mind. All of it's in the mind. I mean, you talk about you talk about a top who is on a power trip a few minutes ago, right? If he's not careful, that's mental because all those are, your adrenalines are running, all those damn chemicals in your body are flowing, and yes. it's, the, it's the. I wrote an article as, as you, you already know, uh, nature's ecstasy rush. It is the most intense ecstasy rush you'll ever get. Is when you're in the throes of pure just it's intimacy but it's intimacy at a whole nother level it's, when you add there's a lot oh, there's just a lot going on yeah yes. you gotta focus you gotta stay focused and also i feel like you know for me personally when i'm going to parties or even if i'm setting aside like a dungeon night i have to be mentally in the right space to go because what I say maybe one week ago is not going to ha- be how I feel leading up to that time. I have to mentally yep. prepare myself to be physically taken, if you will. I think people 100%. need to, to tune into that more, too. Like, it, it's not a matter of psyching yourself out. But, you know, like Mac and, and Kinky Smurf just said, you're going to be taken to a whole different zone. You know, you got to leave the bullshit that may have pissed you off at work per se or the outside world and not bring that into your kink side of the world because are you beating this person because they want you to to take them the way or are you taking it that frustration out on them because oh now i have the power to unleash if you will it's not the body is not a rage room i would say that's right the body is not a yeah. rage room <laughs> And definitely, uh, we're going to pull one from Caster here is enthusiastic consent. I mean, that's really what it's about. It's just being enthusiastic of what's going on. If you're not enthusiastic, if you're not happy about what's going on, I mean, later on, that's going to magnify. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I want to I want to flip the script a little bit here because we're talking a lot about dominance. We're talking a lot about tops. Yes. And we what what we don't see a lot of discussion about even on FTK walls. When we and even when we try to start them, people will avoid them. But bottom responsibilities too. You so, know what? I mean, we see, we, yeah, I I agree. Yeah. We don't talk enough about submissives, and it, it makes me wonder why. Well, what, well, I I think part of the why is because the dominants are the ones who are supposed to be in control and mm-hmm. they're the ones who are, I mean, there's far more dominants out there making mistakes than submissives are because they are the ones. But the 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 real the realistic the reality of it is this is a lot of times when a submissive fails to vet properly and then a, a scene happens, as an for example, after that scene they feel like, well you know what, I didn't really like that. You know, and then they want to pull a red flag card on somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the truth is, is you never, you guys never took the time to discuss that. And when it was happening, and I'm not, you know, I know I, first thing I'm going to say is, Mac, you victim blaming like a motherfucker. No, I'm not trying to victim blame. Okay. And if I am, well, tough shit. Yeah, listen up real quick because this is important, folks. You have to be responsible for your own safety too. If you, if you don't, if you, I mean, we've been together 20 years and I still expect her to to be on her game a little mm-hmm. bit, know what's happening, because and if you don't communicate what you need, 
clearly, how do you expect anyone to follow that? And I'm not making excuses for the guys out there or the guys out there who are really just, you know, there's a lot of bad apples in the world. Mm -hmm. we, can't, we, we know that's, we know that's the truth. But we also have to take responsibility and personal ownership. And that's something that I've had to really focus up on myself over the last probably 10 years is being absolutely responsible. And I think about 15 years ago when I swung my first flogger at Hillary and that some bitch wrapped around and hit her in the stomach and everything else. I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, I, I could have really hurt her. I'm just lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I got lucky. You know what? Well, and that's. Oh, yes, oh, please. Wow. Please. Oh, I was going to say, and that's personal responsibility right there because I just let you do it. <laughs> I was just about to, to ask you, Kinky Smurf, you know, you and I were both um, subs, I'm going to say. Or do you switch as well? No. Okay. So let's talk about sub responsibility. For you, you know, you're in your subspace, but then all of a sudden, Mac or whoever is at power you know, does go a little too far. How do you get out of that subspace and consciousness back to like, hey, this is no longer comfortable. We got to pause or end the scene, if you will. That's your responsibility. So how do you tackle that responsibility? Oh my gosh. I think that's really going to be mostly about being just self-aware. Just trying to know yourself and just know that, you know, that's it. I'm you know, I, I'm losing it. I'm, I shouldn't be here anymore, mm -hmm. you know? And it's so tough because it's different for everybody. So it's really hard because I know there are a lot of people too out there when they're in subspace. I mean, this is why it's so important that that personal responsibility is in the beginning and that you're with somebody that you trust because we're talking about subspace right now. We're talking about some people who will actually, I mean, they're just, they're, they're not available anymore. Mm -hmm. the, the lights are on, but nobody's home. So what do you usually do in that instance, Mac? You know, I know that one of the SIRS partner is very nonverbal to the point where he has to, you know, pause every few minutes just to make sure everything is cool. Sure. And, and as, as, as the one in charge, the top in that situation has to understand that that person, you know, once they slip in a subspace, they really are yours. And you now you have that responsibility. And we talk about people who may not, they can't, may not even be able to speak. And you can talk about other things like where you always oh, can give other uh, cues, for instance, like, you know, a cat toy in the hand or something to drop. But that may not even be the thing. That's when you really need an experienced cop who can read body language, who can, who understands the signs, who knows when things are going too far. Um, because I mean, there are, even though we're all different, there are universal human cues mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that, that the body, you know, certain reactions, certain reactions within, uh, facial structures, the way speech patterns change, there's things that will give you cues that you need to then slow up, stop, let's do a check-in. Let's take a, a quick evaluation. And you, you know, people think, well, that, that ruins the flow. No, not if, not if you're doing it right. I feel like you sometimes can, it can enhance it, to be honest. It does. Cause it's like, oh my God, there's that intimacy. Though. That intimacy just popped in. Here's this motherfucker that's just beating my ass. And all of a sudden, I mean, he's just beating my ass, calling me a dirty little whore. And now all of a sudden he's whispering my ear, baby, are you okay? All of a sudden this intimacy just came out of nowhere. Right. You know? I, and I, so you can make it right. Yeah, I need, you know, constantly after, you know, 50 lashings or whatever is being done, a forced orgasm, you know, to my pussy, I need some type of soft touch, you know, mm. like a rub on the backside or rub like a pussy massage or a kiss, something whispering to me, are you okay? If I'm tied up and gagged, you know, I tap, you know, I tap, I scratch. That's my indication of saying my safe word, which is very simple, yellow. And I would say this to you, people. Get a simple, simple, you know, <laughs> safe word. Because trying to say super casual, fragile, I can't even say it right now. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it just can't. Californication might not come out right away. You know, simple, simple words like green, yellow, blue, something, blood even, yep. shit. <laughs> We, do, we, we try to recommend to everybody, especially when you're new, just go with the light system, right? Red, yellow, green. Okay, yep. green, we're good to go. Yellow, let's slow it down and talk. Red, all stop. You know, you know, I say red, that's it. Everything stops. Everything's done. We cut the we cut the cuffs off. We get everything out. Get you free so you can get you some water so you can check it out. Yes. Okay, let's get to the fun part. You know, we've talked about <laughs> hoeing the go kits. Yes, I got my hoe kit. But what 
would you say are some essentials that people need to start packing in their BDSM kits? Well, I mean, as always, I think the number one thing is to make sure you've got, you know, first aid items, you know, like your gloves and, you know, your safety shears and also, you know, plenty of anti, yeah, you need that antibacterial stuff, bandages, gauze, I mean, those So I want to say something, though, that I never, ever thought, right, because you, you can really put together in your mind a full medical kit mm-hmm. to have on hand, things to, for that, but there's something that someone brought up in that post that you're talking about that blew my mind that I never, ever thought about, especially if you do a lot of public play, it's some fucking Narcan. Oh, my God. And then I talked to them afterwards, and they were like, listen, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a dungeon or a play space and someone had a a little bit too much fun before they got here. And I would have never thought about that. But that is so smart. That is so smart. I saw that not just on your post, but something else. And I honestly didn't think about it, too. So let's talk about Narcan for people that don't understand what it is. First and foremost. So yeah, it's it's a, it's a compound, right? That helps if you're overdosing on dr- drugs. Mm-hmm. And so, and and let's face it, I mean, we some of us in the kinky world, we have a good time and like to party. I'm not, my hand's not down. That's for damn sure. I mean, can't save lives though. You know, people are overdosing. I mean, I know that you know, uh, police. Paramedics, everybody is equipped with those because I mean it saves lives. Yeah, and people say, "Oh, well, you should never be on influence and 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 play." I'm not saying that's not true, but but I still would not, like to save you if I could. Exactly. The world people are gonna have a good damn time, and I it, I just thought to myself, "Wow, that really is a smart thing to have." The other thing is always with like a little that you can you can get them a little mini fire extinguisher. That was another. That's great the one, one that I was thinking of. Was, was a little mini fire that extinguisher. That was another great one because even if you're doing candles, what the fuck candle falls over <laughs> hits the sheets? I was that's just. What I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was <laughs> literally thinking about that too. You know, even coming up with a list myself and with the help of um. BDS freedom dot, uh, dot me and I'm going to put all these links that I got of resources and of course links to get in touch with free the kink um, you know yeah the safety scissors that's a must one thing I also didn't realize um, on top of the safety scissors they said a special quick release hook um, that releases partners from bindings helps them to prevent in- injury um, without cutting the rope necessarily because yeah rope can be very expensive but sometimes you know in a bind you're gonna have something else so a safety release hook can be also helpful because it embraids the roping yeah and so uh, uh, let me say this i am i love playing with rope but i'm a binder i'm not an artist right i mm-hmm. just want to tie you down mm. some of these some of these folks why are you so damn far because i'm over here like oh i need a good roping lately oh lord i need some roping yeah, right. but it's really neat because some of these professionals these, these shabari experts they really can they can tie the you up and with the pull of one rope your whole body gets released. And that is just amazing. I love seeing those during munches or at kink parties when someone's doing the rope demonstration. I just love the art and the science behind it. You really can tell someone, oh my God, you know someone's doing something. I'm sorry, uh, Kinky Smurf was about to say something too, I think, on the lines of rope. No, I was just commenting on the rope. <laughs> I was going to say, I love, I was going to say, who doesn't love rope play? It's okay. so beautiful. Sapphire, Miss Sapphire, let me tell you something right now. She's going to talk all that shit, but she's been practicing her rope work, <gasps> and she is so phenomenal. She Ooh. did this beautiful, this whole body course set in this neon rope, and we turned the black light on, on her rope bunny, and ha, ha, ha. Oh, are there pictures? I do have pictures. I'll send it to you. Oh, my God. That sounds... Oh, that's so sexy. And shout out to Mistress K, my my other moan boo. She practices a lot of role play, and now she's getting into knife play, and I'm just like... Okay, I need to just start having a travel fund for the monsters out there because there's so many things I want to try. And, and this just, is has to be doing it though. She really does the damn thing. Shout out to her. I love you. I love right, all of y'all, but oh, she is a busy woman. I love it. Um, spare keys. People need to have spare keys. <laughs> I've heard too many okay. things. <laughs> you know, that is a real, real pickle to get into and I, I have experience <laughs> and wonder where the fuck the key went oh, no. to the cuffs. Oh no. 
Yeah. So now we got like 400 of these things. <laughs> but there's another thing that there's another thing that's funny is this collar around her neck that she never takes off mm-hmm. is also is on there. It's not just a. It, I mean, you gotta have a key to get this off. Oh wow. And, and try going to an airport or the hospital to have a baby and forgetting that key. <laughs> that's true. Oh my god. Okay. I mean, they'll cut that motherfucker off. Oh my god. <laughs> did Did you take it off before birth? I, I did. I was gonna say I do carry an emergency key. It was all good. But we didn't at one time. <laughs> oh my so god! So I can tell you this. Now we got like six of them. Bitches. Yes. Now we do have like six of them. <laughs> Nothing is it was more at embarrassing. The airport that we found out it was disastrous, and oh, you know, no. it was all fine. A little bonding. They went. They're not that desperate. They didn't cut it off. So. <laughs> oh my god. That's funny. You are so right about that. You know, having a few spare keys is not a bad thing to have. Yeah, because I've, you know, Locktober just happened, and I've been hearing some Locktober (laughs) horror stories, and I'm like, ooh, dear God, I'm so glad my pussy is not locked. Thank goodness. You hear hear about the fucking cock cages that were able to get hacked? Wait, wait, what? Oh, you got to Google that shit. There was was a story about someone's cock cage, which was done Bluetooth-wise, and someone hacked that some bitch. There you go. That's the face oh, right yeah. there. Yep. My, That's the face I made right there. I know y'all can't see it, but y'all can imagine I did just the epic mouth drop like a ghost can come and deep throat this mouth pussy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked. Oh, my God. See, again, sometimes we don't need everything to be electronic and Bluetooth mm-hmm. compatible and hackable. <laughs> Sex toys are hackable. So please change your passwords. <laughs> don't just give it to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, also should that, be I'm on like, the- I'm putting all my Bluetooth shit on a VPN. <gasps> oh my god! There's, you know what? Adding that to the list, have a list of all the passwords and everything to any sex toy, any log. Just have the login. Oh my god! Too much. <laughs> too too funny. Um, so yeah, absolutely. And oh on the god. medical shears, on the on the shears thing, make sure that the EMT shears that have that flat back so you can yes. slide it in. That's another thing. You know, we try to jam around in there with a pair of kitchen scissors. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to have, you know, too sharp of scissors because, again, things can happen. You know, you might see the black and blue symbols go off, but nothing's going to hurt worse than now. You got, you know, cut and you can't get the rope off. Now you're, you know, cutting into the skin. You're cutting into a, a vital yep. vein, an artery, capillary, you know, anything. You just don't want to have just regular kitchen scissors, the meat cutters, if you will. No, they need to be the safety shears. And most first aid kits, by the way, they do provide these. Mm-hmm. You know, they do provide them. But if they don't, you can go to like any drugstore. You can go to good old Target and get you some flathead scissors and boom. They don't even cost that much, to be honest. They really don't. They really don't. don't. Yeah, you can, I think you can get them for about 15 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. Like that. yeah, anywhere possible. And if your dom says you know, I'm a dom and they don't have those scissors or they don't know what scissor play it. Come on now. Stop it. Every dom, even subs should carry a, their own first aid kit because again, they might have something that you don't. You might be allergic to something that's in their kit. You know, that's a, that's a really good point you bring up. A lot of people don't think about that. You know, you really talk about your allergies. Yes. You know, if you yeah. need EpiPens, you know, anything. I saw something on the FTK group on that list. Didn't think about this, but someone said a location of the nearest hospital, but also a list of all the things you might be allergic to. Yep. Absolutely. You know, even a safety contact. Like if you know you're going out with, you know, your dom, or you're going to a party, try to find the nearest location to a safety hospital, a medical care center. You know, there's so many hospitals on the way to places, but you should always know where your ins and outs are going to be. So yeah, I think that was a really good tip with having the locations yes. of the closest yeah. um, like medical centers, medical centers or, or urgent, urgent cares, yeah. things when they're closed. And that, what is it? Come on, give me the thing. You know, the thing I love. We're here for trying to have a, <laughs> trying to have a good time, not trying to go to the ER. Yeah, not trying to go to the ER. <laughs> but if we have to, we need to know where the damn ER is at. Just in case. I Just mean, in case. Happen, you know. You know, and Miss I know we're I know we're running out of time here, but I, I'll say this: most of it boils down to common sense. We get so excited, all of us do. The top, bottom, we all the same. 
I get I get just as excited when I get to go do my thing. And I've been doing it, my thing with her for 20 years. I still get so excited. Sometimes I'm like a kid in a candy shop. So she want to get some new shit. I'm like, well, she I'm is like, blushing, right y'all. Hardcore blushing. I know what they're yeah. about to go do after this. You already know. You already know. Especially, you know, the truth is, I haven't. I, this is the first week we've been together in almost four months. Oh wow! Uh, I've been I've been traveling so much, and yeah. so it's a, we've, we've seen each other like a day here, a day there. Aww. So I mean, yeah, I've been I've been chasing his ass around for like three days. <laughs> yes, <laughs> as it should. I was going to join the Mile High Club, but I don't know if you've been on a, a fucking airplane bathroom like that. Not working. I am too big a boy to be trying that shit. You know what? <laughs> I, I haven't been in the Mile High Club in years. I mean, even trying to do like a little hand job thing, it's just you can't anymore. You can't no. do shit on a plane anymore. No, me and you in a seat and the person that you don't know next to you halfway in the seat with you and you're like, hey, you just try to take part in this? What are you doing? Right. We gotta <laughs> and if you have lately, you know, please send some tips my way because, damn, I was trying to get it in on Mexico over in, in July. <clears throat> had a lot of sex in the hotel and, you know, on the balcony of the hotel. But I was trying to get it in on the plane and there was just no privacy on the plane. Zero privacy. <laughs> No. Okay, one thing that we have to do, and we should do it on the moan, Miss Sapphire, is get Caster to come in because he has got the most amazing stories of the fuck ups. The, oh yes, the, the people yes. who did the mistakes. The, we were talking about allergies. He's got some stories that will blow your mind on some shit that he's seen. Honey, and so connected. Oh, my God. Yes. Connected. I love a good blooper. And, you know, again, yeah. I'm just so glad that we were able to even just list out some. Again, precautions is how you take it. I just wanted people to know some of the just even the barest basics, because, again, your level of rough sex play is not going to transcribe to my level of rough you know, sex play. And again, 100%. your safety kit might not match my safety kit. So everybody should bring the safety kits. Bottoms, tops, middles, ends. I don't care. Bring your shit. <laughs> Be shit. <laughs> you know, and if you see something, and this is gonna sound funny, but if you see something, say something. If you Please. see something that you know could go wrong, say, hey, look, that could go wrong. Exactly. Because I've, I've seen it before. Exactly, exactly. FTK, Mac Daddy, Kinky Smurf, you know, what's going on that people need to know about? You got I know you guys have the Littles convention that's starting next year, I think in April, right? We're so we're we're, we're gonna be moving the that with everything going on. We're not gonna be able to get that pulled off. That's 100 my fault. Um, we are still gonna we're still gonna do it, but it's probably got to be towards the end of the year okay. uh, before we can get our shit together. Really, but we want to pull something off that's really special. Yeah, nice. Uh, we're not just trying to throw another little bullshit ass convention together to get somebody to pay me a few bucks. Free the King <laughs> is not about money. We don't monetize over at Free the King, as you know. Um, every, all we have what 17 volunteers, something like that, and wow. of our volunteers they, they 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 come, they do it. I know in January we'll be doing our rope week again. Yes. Um, you know, so every year we do this rope week in January and so last shit. year was great. We've had some amazing people, especially Graham Oliver came in and did, he did like seven hours over the course of the week of rope training. Wow. Uh, the the, the duchy, yeah. the duchy came on, yeah. uh, and then William, he came on. So we had some really great, this year we're trying to make it even better. We're trying to do yeah. some live performances up here in Seattle. Maybe if we're lucky, if we're lucky. Um, just anything we can do to train to get people the education and the community. You know, one of the things we're trying to really push is just radical inclusivity, meaning that you can come here and be you, be free. Don't I don't have to have anyone judging you. I mean, trust me, there's some shit that I do that's like people, you know, before before I found the King community, yo, man, I, people were like, yo, you weird, but no, I'm not weird. I'm natural because I'm awesome and you just fucked up because you're not trying this shit. That's not my problem. That's just lame. <laughs> oh, you know, some of those people, they may have said, oh, they went home with like, Man, you think we could do this? Right. Yeah, yeah, we could that. Come on now. I know you be planting seeds. You plant seeds, and that's why I love you. I love you both oh, so, so I, dearly. No, we I done turned some motherfuckers out. I know I done turned some motherfuckers out. There's a people out there right now that never thought about getting pissed on at home right now. Maybe Come on now. You know what? I do need to do a, a golden shower episode with you because, yeah, again, last disclaimer right now. I am finding my new Dom era, uh, D-O-M-M-E, because you know that's what the ladies is about. But um, yeah. <laughs> I've had some weird requests lately, especially after Ruby Lynn. Um, she's a panty peddler. She's a gilf grandma. Like, she's hot, y'all. She's smoking hot. But, like, now people are like, I want your panty sapphire. I, I want to smell your pheromones. Do you do you mind, like, selling your pee for me? Do you mind doming me for a little bit? And I'm like, levels to the shit, y'all. Levels. Levels, levels, levels. <laughs> You might get some How verbal dogs. 
Because <laughs> I'm trying to max it out, okay? Listen, I... I'm terrible, Miss Sapphire. I'll, I'll, you, what you need? Okay, let me tell you, it's going to be this dollar amount. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to. I might need to, you know, consult in a couple of you, including, you know, uh, Chink Sissy from Bone. You know, shout out to him. Uh, listen, I might need some expertise on some rate sheets and all that because people have been asking and I'm like, look, I'm still very much in my sub era, but now I got women wanting me to to fuck them roughly with the strap, wanting me to beat their asses with the, the floggers and everything. I'm like, okay, maybe the, it is the time for the, the dom. The true dom. What you gotta, what you gotta be careful with, Miss Sapphire, is letting people trying to use you as a king dispenser. Yes, and I don't you're not want a goddamn to... king dispenser. Yes. You need something out of it too. So if you don't, if you're not gonna provide me with some intimacy or some some something foundational, then you better bust out that goddamn MX. Great. <laughs> if only I had the money thing. <laughs> I'm so with it. Well, I have to say thank you guys so much. Where can they get in touch with you guys? You know, how can they, you know, get some resources or just, you know, talk to y'all directly? Well, I would say first and foremost, thank you for having us. The fucking OG of podcast. Doing podcast <laughs> yes. for most people even know what a yes. fucking podcast was. The motherfucking queen, the beautiful Miss Sapphire. We are so grateful to have uh, to be able to be here with you. You can find us at freethekink.com. Okay, find us over on the Moan app. You know, we, we can try to stay busy over there, but we haven't. I keep messing up. I work, work is a motherfucker. It I was going to say, life is life, and it's okay. <laughs> Forgive me. Life will kick you in the ass. Yes. But yeah, so we, and we have uh, on, on Facebook, we have about, like I said, was yeah, we're 13, me. 14. Come to one of our groups. Start yeah. meeting our community. Get as many voices as you can. Don't listen to anyone. Don't ever be in an echo chamber. Hear everybody. If I was, I tell Hillary all the time, if I was, if I was taking another sub, I'd be like, look, you need to go for six months before we even play. I want you to go talk to everybody in the world, get everything you can. So you know who you are. You know, that's what I want people to do is find out who they are and what they want. Because you get one damn quick life and it's over so damn fast. So live it. I'm with it. And as always, you can get in touch with me at Ms. Radio Sapphire pretty much everywhere. Instagram. I mean, I'm I am still on hiatus, y'all, because Instagram does not like me, but I am still there to, you know, answer any DMs. Just don't, you know, harass me. Um, of course, on the Moan app as at Ms. Radio Sapphire. And just go to MsRadioSapphire.com to get all things earplay. I answer guest inquiries. If you have a guest that you want me to put on, like go to that message board. You know, I'm looking for sponsors. Always looking for sponsors. If you know you're willing to work with me, I'm willing to work with you. Let's do the damn thing. Let's work together. Um, gosh, there's a couple guests. I don't want to spoil it because I don't know when I'm gonna release it, but there are some new episodes coming out next week. So stay tuned for that. And of course, remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. Till next time, good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Remember to follow at Ms. Radio Sapphire and Sapphire's Earplay on Instagram. Want some eargasms of the past and future? Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all streaming platforms.